Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What up, you listen to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I just swallowed some spit. And you are dying, my friend. I am dying. Are you going to be okay? (laughs) I hope it's not Corona. I think I'll be okay. Nah, he's just swallowed some spit. He's fine. It's all happened to us. It's happened to us at the worst possible time. Ryan, you ever have that happen to you in a public location? And I I have this happen all the time because I'm really bad. in public? Yeah. You haven't even gone in public uh, in like months. In like in the before times, I I was bad before time. Exactly. I was bad at eating and drinking. And uh, that would usually a messy eater. Like you were like, no, like I would get food and or liquids lodged in my larynx. And which, of course, would cause me to cough profusely. And it's kind of that situation you find yourself in to where you really want to cough and dislodge whatever foreign body has entered into your trachea. But you My don't God, you don't want you make to it do sound it sexual. Dirty. You don't it's want disgusting. it to foreign body. You don't want it to, to do it too much because you don't want to draw attention to yourself. But you also like want to get it out. And so I don't give yeah. a fuck. I'm going to cough. I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, in the before times, maybe, but not now. Not now. I would never. Maybe I'll dare just do it for the fuck of it. <laughs> I'll just <be> like, <laughs> and people are like, oh god, and stay just, away from him, Gerald. Just, he's got it. Just You're seventy. It. Just watch everybody descend upon you. Yeah, you know what? I have scared people out of a room before. I play in a band. I've done things. You've done some things. I've done things. What is it? A little bit of coughing. It's going to scare people out of the way. Fuck it. Well, you spent about the last five minutes blowing your nose. What, I did. If you've talked, I don't know if you talked about that on the show before, but how much snot? No, I mean you're just really full, right? Oh yeah. When I get full, I do. I. It's very strange. It only affects so many people. It runs in my family too. I think it's on my mom's side. But uh, yeah, we just get snotty and sneeze, and it's just like your nose becomes a waterfall. Don't go chasing waterfalls. I have the same thing too, but I have an, uh, another unfortunate side effect, which is, of course, what I have referred to in the in the coming um, in the last few years is CDS. Um, CVS. Yeah, CDS. I've, I yeah, love CVS. I've diagnosed myself with chronic dookie smell, and that's the oh, disorder God. that I <laughs> that's the disorder that <laughs> I have given myself. And <laughs> that's, that's not a chronic illness. It's called a fart. It is a chronic illness. Now I get this real bad smell in my nose sometimes. Uh, specifically, specifically. Pacific Ocean. Only when I'm near on the Pacific Coast or near the Pacific Ocean. Some say it's specific, but specific specific to the Pacific, the Pacific is what my issue is. <laughs> and um, yeah, now it happens in the morning to where I wake up and I just have this like bad smell in my nose. And I got to rinse my nose out with some salt. Do you ever think it's like water. your balls? Because sometimes my I'm balls pretty sure smell. my balls aren't in my nose, and that's well. Usually, I mean, you know, sometimes that smell like it's more like a chemical smell comes on through. It's not like bo. It's more like a chemical smell or a dookie smell some would say but not, i've never smelled a chemical doo-doo smell yeah it's like a mixture between the two it's one or the others but it's like rarely saw an ass yeah like lysol it's like and somebody ass. went shit in, in a in a bathroom and they sprayed it up hoping it's no kind one of like a 
porta potty. Like you know how they put that nasty whatever the gr- green blue blue green water is in the bottom. And Nobody they, looks at that. And you just go pee up. in the hole and you hope for the best. Nah, man, it's it's sometimes. Well, you go into porta potty in the daytime. All of a sudden, that the light starts to peek through those little slats at the top, and that unfortunate reality that you're facing is completely illuminated, and you're like, my god. Let me tell it's you, it's near the top. I worked construction <laughs> for a summer, and people drew crazy art in there of naked chicks, and like there was like they were shit in, all in there. Like they were in World hot. War II. Just yeah, it was drawing. like God damn. It was like July, and you know, there was some guy on one of the floors that we were fixing. He shit in a bucket and left the bucket in there for like a week. My God, everybody smells it, and then they finally found it. They finally found the bucket. They finally found the bucket with the mysterious turd in it. Mm. I was like, I need to never work construction again. That, the people were really nice, though, that I worked with. Yeah, other than, what about the guy that shit in the bucket? Was he nice? I don't know that he guy. Just had a, he just I had don't a, know that guy. He just had a twisted sense of humor. He really did. <laughs> and there was that weird guy that I worked with that driving his drunk ass around all the time. And he would take out his, this is a true story. He would take out his dentures. I'd <laughs> I go remember. pick him up. In the company van, he lived right down the street. He was like the owner's brother-in-law. So he had special whatever. And he would like take out his ditches and be like, <laughs> as we're driving and he's spinning out the passenger side, but I'd spill like speckles of spit hit me on my face as I was driving yeah, the him. Air circulation didn't help at all. It did, did it? really did not. And then like one time we were at a cross section, a busy intersection in the summer, windows down. His wife had bought some pills and he was like, Becky, I don't care if you got to sell some goddamn pussy. You're going to get my goddamn money back. And I was like sinking in my seat like I don't want to be seen with this man. We go down 4th Street and Wednesday and be like, looky, looky, I see some cookie. He was was a pervert. He sounds real gross. He overdosed and died recently. Really? Yeah. The cookie man. Yeah, he's dead. Oh. That's well, rest in peace. I mean, he sounds like a wonderful person. His girlfriend may have been a prostitute. It's a possibility. He may have suggested that to pay for her uh one time drug addiction. One time I took him <laughs> home and there was her friend was there sitting outside and she was definitely a prostitute. Mm. So there, it's a very colorful world out yeah, there. We've you know? come from some different backgrounds sometimes, haven't we? I've cut co- we've cut co- we've covered a real I was a Christian kid. I was a good Christian kid. And the world was like, I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> and it fucked me hard. And this was before, this was pre 2020. Yeah, my asshole world was gaping on this shit. Where everybody had been fucked by this year. Yeah, I know. It's like fist, fist, Ain't and nothing positive. Elbow deep. Here. <laughs> there's nothing. The world's endless. Full of stupidness. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's. It's been a. It's been a rough year for a lot of people, but at least finally, you know, we've we've done this podcast for uh, about um, two years. Two years, and it's been. We've had a pretty consistent stream up until 2020 started of of new stuff, and it seems like maybe, just maybe, we're finally oh, turning the corner. Baby. We're turning the corner, Jake, of getting some don't news. Don't think that's going to happen. We're, tur- that's no, happen. we're turning the corner of getting we some news. No We've been in some, corners. In 2021, maybe and we'll be getting some of this new stuff. No, and it ain't happening, play. <laughs> Everything's going for 2021, about to get a push the fuck back. 
One of the big uh, news things over the weekend was the Are we DC doing the news now? Fandom. That was a We're perfect, going into bitch that recognize. Was the perfect segue, bitch recognize. This is bitch recognize. You got to come with me, man. I, That's I, a I've fact, roll, Jack. I rolled out the carpet just waiting for you to walk on it. Bitch recognize. The DC fandom was that big, big event that they've been teasing for months, man. Don't they've play been with try- my heart, player. <laughs> they've been. They've been just waiting to just waiting to invite you up for a nightcap. And man, last Saturday, it finally happened. And I'm glad it did, because there was a lot of really decent looking stuff that came out of this. And I have not been the biggest DC fan for the last few years. Get out uh, of town. Mostly, you, mostly because every most of those movies were crap and bad and genuinely dreadful to sit through. But it seems like they're finally starting to listen to some of the people in their fandom that they invited into the fandom and they're finally the dome? Y- your dome <laughs> bitch recognize and they finally bitch. are starting to seem to be like hey maybe we'll just try to do something that's not like marvel because obviously we're not playing to our strengths here and i think that while marvel has built this big giant interconnected oh, world it's set and the universe crash, though it's set the crash yeah it's reached time. critical mass and DC is here. And in 2021, it seems like they're about to step into a, a bit of a void that Marvel has left. And part what, of that was, don't got shit out there. Part of that was after Endgame, but COVID has partially contributed to that. But in game, it seems like it really kind of ushered in this new era for Marvel. They killed to Iron Man, dog. They did, they did kill Iron the Man. They made Captain America old. He'll be back and maybe he'll be back. He won't be not. back. We'll they won't be back. They done play. Uh, they is Duh. you'll have to see what uh bucky uh gets up to man nobody gives a fuck about <laughs> have bucky to see, have to see what, what falcon kind of gets name up is to that? Yo, hey um my name's bucky my name's bucky i'm here to fuck like get but the, prob- here, but the problem is if somebody says three random words it'll activate me i'll murder everybody in the room if yeah. we just say paperclip uh that's like rutabaga word. paperclip rutabaga tyrannosaurus rex and then all of a sudden you murder everybody's uh everybody in the room that's a bit of a problem hey sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do keep your pants strong pimp hands strong but we saw ryan we saw the we we, we weren't there don't make it seen, sound like we, we were, were there. there we were there in the we fandom weren't there. it was a virtual event and we it were may have been there virtual, but your ass <laughs> they wasn't an, there they animated both of us in we were on the side of the stage i don't know if no. you saw it depending on how big your monitor is it may have cut us off but hey we were there we got, we got to see it exclusive. We got to see if you don't have an ultra wide, you probably didn't see us, but we were definitely there. Um, we got to see an exclusive sneak preview. Did for, we? Yeah, I must have been and drugged it, during this part. Ex- Is this CBD oil? Yeah, did you go to the? You went to the bathroom for this part. You had to blow your nose, I think. But we, I got to watch, and then we watched it together later afterwards on a did much. We hold hands. Was it that time? Yes. Perfect. The trailer for Zack Snyder's. Justice League. Justice League. I am a huge fan of Leonard Cohen. I would just like put that out there. I am not a big fan of the Hallelujah song because it's been played out. But that was because the song. Of, mostly because of Shrek and other. Th- well, and I've other never even seen Shrek. You've never seen Shrek? No, we attempted to. Me and my wife and I fell asleep during it. It's the best. Okay, it's fine, but it's <laughs> mm. it's it's okay. Mm-mm-mm. But what did you what did you think of this? Because you. I've never seen, seen any of the movie. <laughs> I think it's very interesting that they are using nothing from the original movie. Like, I, and I imagine that's not entirely true. There's got to be something. The characters. Yeah, some but the, like some, some of, of the, the costumes. 
<laughs> I am actually intrigued by this. I would actually go see the other one, but after I saw the new one, because I need to see something that's good before I watch something that's bad. I think maybe if this continues and we don't have too much new stuff coming out after after the boys and a couple weeks on from that, maybe we'll do. Well, this a, won't be till twenty twenty one. Like everything else, maybe we'll do a new trilogy. We'll do Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman. How about this trilogy? Both my balls, my dick, Jake. How you like that? That's a trilogy there for you. <laughs> I'm not sure. I like that one as much. Well, you're gonna like it. You're gonna like it. You're gonna color, smell it. The color grading was not. The color palette wasn't really to my taste. Well, you know what? It looks like there's no blood running through that vessel. But <laughs> let me tell you there is pasty and white all right it looks is is my much, penis it, yes it's very how do i describe it it's transparent yeah it's like a ghost it's, it's staring like, into the sun so but this justice league trailer it uh, it looks good honestly and i, I think nothing the, to compare it to the color palette stayed the same that's what everybody was excited about it it looks to just to see, like, I don't know if it will be better than what we got or if it's, uh, you know, the same or even worse. Cyborg f- looks stupid. The uh, CGI on him looks stupid. It, it's that still looks a little bit wonky. But from what I've seen, because I still haven't seen the entirety of Justice League, but some of the clips I've seen, it definitely looks like it's a bit of a bit of a mess in terms of how they kind of really kind of cobbled stuff together after uh, Zack Snyder left and Josh, Josh Whedon came in. Why did it's, he leave? I don't exactly remember, honestly. Well, Josh Whedon, that's the guy who does all the stuff for Marvel, isn't it? Yeah, but he's... Yeah, he, he sucked the butt on that sounds one. Like he really shat the bed on this one. And yeah. also, there's some definitely some stuff that came out about him later that people didn't quite <laughs> did quite like as much. Uh, but it, it's anything that... I don't know. I, I want stuff like this to be good because... You know, the older I get, I think I went through a period where I was like, this stuff's stupid. I'm not going to watch it anymore. I'm not going to engage with it. But then when I cried. was, you, you probably know, cried a lot when I was like, a, when I was a kid and a, a younger teenager and an, an older this teenager two weeks ago, Go ahead. Yeah, when I was two weeks ago, I thought this shit was stupid. But now I'm like, this shit, I'm going to start awesome. I'm gonna do a whole podcast on it. I don't know if I Bro. Care. do a whole spinoff podcast where we talk about the Snyder Cut every single week. Is I this want- going to be a new trend? I want yeah, it's been a trend for Director's five years. Cuts. Yeah. But I mean, like you know, this is really like the I, the tits at this point. I think this is a very special circumstance to where apparently, <laughs> so we know that this is going to come out on HBO Max in the U.S. and other pl- other places in other countries uh, after that. But it's going to be a four part miniseries with hour long episodes, and I don't know how much of that that he shot that they have enough footage that they can go back retouch re-edit finish the special effects for that you have enough material that you can do a four-hour miniseries when the theatrical theatrical cut was only like two hours long it makes it easier to digest if you break it up like that too i i enjoy that aspect instead of just cramming four hours down us for sure and i i think it's gonna be like a weekly thing too to where they just Mm -hmm. take a whole month and and you know put it out there just the fact that they're able to do that is astounding. And it really makes me think how much of this is just, I, I don't know what Josh, Josh Whedon did that they, they were able to come in and it's Josh Whedon. Don't, don't email me. Don't write in. It, Nobody just does the, that. <laughs> 
just the, I don't know. I, that's astounding to me that they refilmed almost the entire thing and really kind of had to cobble this together in such a way. No wonder it turned out so bad the first time around. Do you think Batfleck will be back? Obviously he's going to return for the flash movie. And so will Michael Keaton. Yes. Um, We're going to be be a multiverse kind of thing. Yeah. And that's probably how we're going to tie like, Robert Pattinson over maybe possibly maybe the Joker. They dig up Heath Heath Ledger. I feel like <laughs> they dig up Jack Nicholson. They shouldn't even touch <laughs> any of any of this. They need to stay in their lane. Yes, <laughs> but let maybe Joker and Robert Joker with Joaquin Phoenix and Batman with um, Robert Pattinson. Maybe Robert they can Pattinson. Meet you meant Pattinson like that, <laughs> but those seem kind of on par with the the way the. I don't know the way it's set up. Like it just seems dark and eerie and those fit with each other, even though they're not tied in together. Well, yet I I think that, well, I guess we let's go ahead and talk about the Batman trailer because I think that that kind of nasty, that kind of ties into what I'm seeing is that it feels like a much more gritty. It feels more like the Nolan films where they're very grounded. Mm -hmm. They're odd. They have that certain noir type of element to it to where everything seems like grounded. Like, I think this one had more of a noir feel to it. Yeah. It's, it's definitely like Batman's just very physical. It doesn't seem like he beats the shit out of somebody. Unapologetically. He punches a dude like 12 times and then he falls down and then he punches him like six more times. Hey, he really beats. Don't stop. So you bleed. It's like popping a pimple. He really beat the crap out of that one. dude. Recognize. It's, you know, it's Batman has all of his, you know, usual Batman stuff, but it doesn't seem like there's any hint of maybe a bigger universe or anything like aliens or supernatural going on. He ain't hooking up it, with chicks because, you know, Batman gets the chicks, right? Yeah. He's looking emo as shit in this. But yeah. I kind of like it. Like, it's a younger Bruce Wayne than we see in a lot of these movies. But I like the the effect that he's uh, people have been talking shit about. He's wearing eyeliner. It's like, of course, Robert Pattinson's wearing AFI eyeliner. eyeliner. Yeah, he's weak because he went to fucking see a marching band when his dad took him there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Somebody <laughs> posted that. I was like, you fucking. <laughs> you know, when people post stuff and you're just like, but yeah, when, I get it. You're but dumb. When, yeah. But when you look at it, like all those other Batman had that, too, to where they had they definitely like darkened around their eyes because if it was just like white skin under that cowl it would look ridiculous they would figure out but, that you're a white person yeah <laughs> dead giveaway there yeah if they could see not the fact that your chin was there and they obviously could see that but it uh, looked, yeah i don't understand they, that no, what's the, effect, the deal with that the effect would be weird though why would it you color looks, your mouth? It looks better when you darken your eyes and you're wearing that black mask. But then, of course, you have your chin sticking out. So it kind of ruins you have it. I think darken your mouth, too. But any of, any of the other Batman, they take off the mask and all, all of a sudden, you know, they wiped all their eyeliner off. <laughs> and I like that they just kind of kept that they element. because have makeup it's removers near and True. Near. But it just seemed like a really obvious sort of thing. Like, oh, of course, he just like took the mask off and he looks like he's been sweating. He's his makeup's running everywhere. Does it get in his eye? Probably. It Does might. his mascara run when he cries? <laughs> yeah. OMG. <laughs> but I really like I liked this and I like the direction that they're going. I think this is a step more towards the Nolan. Uh, more towards the Nolan Batman. I don't think it's going to be as good, but it looks more like Batman, I think, should. And I think any doubts you had about like Robert, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson being a good, decent Batman, I think. Well, I, think I mean, it's people are remembering be an issue. Twilight from years and years ago. And it's it, been and a long he's time. He's been in stuff other than that. He's been in a lot of like indie stuff too, which is apparently good. Uh, the other. I'm glad stuff that we've watched in. it. 
um it's some movie where i don't remember the title of it but he's like a bank robber and he's oh, like got an autistic that. brother it didn't look like him he shaved his head didn't he uh it didn't it didn't i mean obviously it doesn't look like it did in twilight but he's not doing 1400 crunches a day and not drinking any water so and banging chicks left and right and he's got a tan so he's obviously doesn't look like a vampire anymore but yeah i think in his own right he's he's definitely already accomplished he's an accomplished actor and it He's been around the block yeah. time or two. And he's also like 35 now. So is he? Like, stop talking shit. Yeah, because he's is like he 22 when the Twilight stuff started. Was that 13 so. years ago? It was 11 years My ago. God. So. <laughs> Jake, how old am I? <laughs> he's like, you're, he's a little bit yeah, older fuck than you. you. How about so. go fuck yourself? Uh, I heard what you're about to say. You know what? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so. I am 32 years young, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, and obviously I think it's the Riddler. <laughs> and Paul Dano, and we've got the little bit of Colin Farrell as the penguin as well. I think just a fat old fatty. Colin Farrell's in this. I think he may have put on some weight and maybe be wearing some prosthetics at the same time. Didn't look like him. I, they definitely hung on him for a little bit. I didn't recognize him. I was like, oh, I this guy must I'm be. I'm pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure it's Colin Farrell. But he's he's done. He's done a Christian bail to where he's fattened up to like when he was Dick Cheney. <laughs> maybe he's doing that to to be the penguin. So. Um, I will say this trailer did not strike me as like, I'm not excited for it yet. It's too early. They've only filmed 25% of this movie, but the 20, the 25%, I wonder if the trailer was like 25% of the 25% that they filmed. The movie's only going to be about 10 minutes long. Enjoy. It's a short film. It's It's like a student Batman film. Sometimes that might be better. (laughs) Maybe. If they can accomplish everything they need to, then it'd be like reading a it'd be like reading a very short comic <laughs> instead. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for it for sure. Um, I am not my you've you've teased me a little bit, but that's not but, enough to really get me randy. Hard. If you it's know not what I'm all saying. the way, you're maybe like half chub. I'm no qu- chub, dude. Quarter chub. I'm a little older. It takes a little bit. I have less testosterone. It isn't like the wind blows. I'm like, oh, there we go. It's like uh, you got to work at a little bit. You got to work at it. You got to show me some skin. Got to tease me a little bit. Do you need to put some put some lube on there? Some it cape? puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> slip some slip some Aster Glide on the shaft. Oh, God, Jake. Get a little, get a little bit of a little. So it's a little bit slidey at first, and then you get a you little bit of just like it digs in, and then you like, get a little ugh. bit of res, you get a little bit of friction, and that's really what, really what gets the blood flowing is the friction, but not too much friction. Okay. And then oh. you're gonna get a sore. Oh, you don't oh want to rub. Anyways, oh, you don't want to rub it raw. No, don't. Oh come on, guy. Speaking of rubbing it raw. Uh, let's go down what? to the graveyard real quick. I just got to <laughs> take us to the graveyard. Internet Explorer. It's been around since 95. Guess what? It's going to die this year, November 30th, 2020. No longer supported. That's pretty big. That is a cultural icon going down. Yes, well, we will forever remember the um, the browser that we had to use to download a different browser. Edge on- sucks. <laughs> Internet Explorer is superior, and the fact that they're killing it blows my mind. Uh, edge I haven't, sucks. I haven't used either one of those. You don't use so Edge, <laughs> dude. Edge fucking sucks. It does, works with nothing. I've been I've been Safari for like eleven Safari, years. Safari, so, oh, you yeah. Mac motherfucker. <laughs> I'm talking about Safari, Google, Google Safari Firefox, and Cro- Safari and Firefox is what I've used. So um, Tosh Point oh, it was originally going to be renewed for four more seasons. Then they were like, Nah, done. I honestly didn't know that shit was still on still on the air. So. I didn't either. RIP to a real one, Daniel Tosh. Yep. Um, there's some good news. Bo Rat 2 is filming in Los Angeles. Bo Rat? Yeah. Who's excited? 
I love I love Sasha Baron Cohen. Like, unironically, I think he's fucking hilarious. I think he's subtly funny. I liked the I even liked the Dictator, which was a big, a little bit of a difference between like Borat and Bruno. But I still quite I didn't see that. I still quite enjoyed Admiral General Aladdin. Uh, Don't recall them. It's a, it's a good movie. Maybe we'll do it on another slow week for this podcast. <laughs> but like you said, it'll probably be doubtful yeah. because everything's speeding up. Things get crazy. Oh my God. Speed. I'm trying to inject a little bit of positive energy because there's been so many episodes of this podcast where we're like death well, and dismemberment. That's all maybe, you'll ever know. Maybe something good will happen. We'll see. Nothing <laughs> so. good happens. It's like Christmas for the poor, Jake. It's just another goddamn day. Go ahead. What yep. you got? I, <laughs> you want me to take I it was over? Gonna, I, was, I was trying to unlock my phone. Suicide Squad. And my phone didn't recognize my face. <laughs> well, you should augment your face like you did. Suicide Squad. We got a new poster, and we've kind of seen what the people will look like who star in the movie in... What do you in th- their get up? What so, do you think about that? Suicide Squad, it's Margot Robbie's back and everybody else is a different, different. person. Michael Roker, he looks like some kind of like Lady Gaga. Um, John Cena, he's he's just got a big gun. Nathan Fillion from Big Mouth. He's in here. Your favorite, Pete Davidson. Boo. Well, come on. Um Adaris Elba. I'm just like, why are they covering up that man's face? Oh, he's, Idr- he makes Idris all the Elba? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> he makes all the ladies happy. Um, Mei Ling NG. I don't know how you pronounce that last name. You got the first part, right? Yep. Well, yep, Mei Ling Ng. Ng. We'll say that. Sean Gunn's in it. Uh, Violet Davis. She's in there. There's Jeez. a bunch of people I haven't heard of. Um, very interesting. There's so many characters that I'm just wondering if there is a thing that happened long ago to a movie called Mortal Kombat 2 where they try to introduce so many characters into it, it ruined it. Because they're like, oh, hey, there's that guy. And you're like, oh, yeah. But then they died immediately. And I was just like, oh, that's oh, cool. bullshit. <laughs> and that's what I fear will happen here. What about you? What you think, dog? What you think, dog? There's a big looks, shark. It looks like an improvement, but I wonder if this is going to be one of those other things where we get this this director's cut of the original Suicide Squad to no. where Jared Leto's Jared Leto's in it for forever. Jared Leto and it's can worse. Lick my <laughs> you feel the way about Jared Leto that I feel about Pete Davidson. It's just I feel like so. <laughs> well, Jared Leto about, could probably kick my ass. I think you could take Pete Davidson. Probably. But let the it's dude know, <laughs> Jared Leto. You can lick my scrow, Tam. What if we become famous and then this gets brought up when we and then him? we have to fight both of these people? What if he agrees to lick my scrotum? What if Pete? Do Davidson, I? Do what I if stand I get back? my ass kicked by Pete Davidson? How embarrassing would that? I be? would laugh at you. I would too. I'd be like, man, I walked right into this one, didn't I? What if they become <laughs> our best friends and we go on dinner dates all the time? That'd be wonderful. No, wouldn't have not seen this guy is wearing a goddamn komodo everywhere he goes. But like, dude. Can't you dress in like normal people clothes? Well, Jared Leto be one of those people. Well, he's like, oh, I've only got a flip phone now because I'm just, everybody's just, can't it just be like the 50s when we sit in a restaurant and talk to each other? Be like, this is how it's you like, ruin Joker. I was out Fuck here. Fuck you. I was, I was meditating and I was like, coronavirus? I wished it What's away. What's that? I wished it away. Yeah. I hypnotized myself. Thanks, Jared. I appreciate it. Go to Subway, bitch. <laughs> Lose some weight. Oh, <laughs> 
we've we've hacked your hard drive, Jared, and uh, we're gonna have to ask you to come with us. Get in the back of this. Uh, get in the back of this cop car. We have we candy found, and children. We've got some questionable. What? Found some questionable material on your computer's hard drive. <laughs> oh man, when the FBI shows up at your house, that is never good news, is it? Why anyway, you ask me like I would know? I mean, yeah, <laughs> duh. But I mean, I'm just like, no, FBI has not showed up. They my left house me a note. They house. left me a note yesterday on my door. Actually, I'm just kidding. It was for the census. It wasn't the FBI. It wasn't the FBI. It was the KGB. <laughs> the uh, KGB. Gotham Knights. It's a new game um, for Batman from Warner Brother Games, Montreal. Yeah. So we're looking at looked awesome. Batwoman. Uh, Robin, Nightwing, Mm -hmm. and Red Hood. Yep. All three former Robins. And then, of course, Batgirl. And Batman's dead in this. And Mr. Freeze is like, is he? So it's he's definitely dead. Or maybe he's faked his death because there's no way. He hasn't done that. I think that he's definitely like something's happened. He's faked his own death. and He's probably going to come back. But it looked sick and we even got a little tiny bit of gameplay in it yeah and quit playing games with my heart yeah <laughs> it looked good so this is obviously going to be uh 2021 next gen sort of thing although it did say that it's going to come out for the ps4 and the uh, xbox one as well as the ps5 and the xbox series x what the fuck and just the be series, normal with names and the series s <laughs> Just be normal. These are really hard they to say. They should have went with the 720 if they thought the numbers were getting too crazy. Xbox. Go to the Xbox One. Make it an Xbox Two. Make it an Xbox Three. Xbox One X and the Xbox One S. Quit confusing people. <laughs> Your math sucks. Uh, they really should have fixed that a long time ago. But well, Bill Gates, I guess he wasn't that smart for that. Uh, it looks it looks really fun, and if this is anywhere as fun to play as like the, that art, your mom combat. looks really fun to oh, play. Come on, man! Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna take her out to a nice dinner, and not call her the next. Uh, what kind day. of dinner? Seafood dinner? Uh, probably steak. Son of a bitch! Yeah. <laughs> probably steak. Um, also want to mention that the Batman movie that we talked about, there is going to be a lead up to it um on hbo oh, it's, a, it's a prequel set in year one yeah and of this year two. batman movie set up in year two why can't you just make it easy for people to follow a goddamn movie why do you got to know all the ins and outs before so you could link it up what if someone comes and watches this i think it's going to be very tangentially why are they right? adding so much just give me a movie so apparently it's only going to focus on the gotham pd uh, they've already May- done that i know they've already got gotham on fox so God. it's <laughs> Stop fucking! I don't. They have like it's not even out yet. What if it doesn't turn out to be good? And they're like, we're just gonna file this one away, and in five years we'll release the uh, Gotham Year One director's cut on HBO Skinamax, and then we'll, we'll put <laughs> Skinamax will be easier to watch than this. It'll be in black and white, and you can yeah. only access it from twelve to yeah. one fifteen a.m. Yeah, and like I imagine, Robert Pattinson is probably going to make a, a guest appearance at some point. Probably, I would think so. I like, think. What if they've already like, What if they've already filmed it, and then the movie bombs, and then they just cut those scenes out of that HBO Max series? A, the movie's not going to bomb. The movie's going to do sensational. Um, now it may get bad reviews, and the movie may not get a sequel on that merit. 
but it will definitely do well because people are going to go back and see Batman. They go back and see Spider-Man. It's going to be a, it's I think it's definitely going to be a decent draw, even if it's bad. Oh, it's going to be it, better than decent. And the fact that people, people are going to be fiending right people now are going movies. to be. So, I'm fiending for anything new. Tom people are going to be so starred for anything new that they are going to turn out in droves. Tom Cruise like went this. to London to watch a movie with a bunch of people. The tenant it must movie. be nice to be rich is <laughs> and have great teeth. It must be nice to have a country where people like wash their hands and didn't pretend that. Yeah. Oh. Well, sometimes anyway. if you pee, you just assume that your dick hasn't touched anything. So you're like, okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's true. <laughs> like your dick's in your underwear. Your hands are probably grosser this than your dick. fucking country. Anyways. <laughs> uh, the Rock has announced at the DC fandom that Hawkman, Hawkman, Dr. Fate, Cyclone, and Adam Smasher will officially make up the Justice Society of America in Black Adam. There's going to be some way where they incorporate The Rock to be like a good guy in the Shazam movies, which the new Shazam movie, the second one's going to be called Fury of the Gods. I liked uh, I liked the first Shazam. I thought, yeah, I it, thought was it was very good. About Adam a half Brody. Hour too, I thought it was about a half hour too long, but it was. Adam gen- Brody was such a surprise. Genuinely enjoyable. I, I like that movie and the sequel to it. If they can improve upon the stuff I liked and cut out some of the stuff I did. And I think that was definitely something I'd be excited for. DC has really turned it around. I think think they really have. And I think a part of that is their strategy that they've stopped trying to beat Marvel at their own game. And they're just be your own thing, baby. Let your wings fly. Be your own weird. Like it's okay. I mean, comic books, comic books in general have like 70, 80 years of disconnected universes and stories to draw from. Why not take advantage of that in your movie? And there's universe? still stuff going on. It doesn't on. have like to be tied together. This shit. Like there's literally multiverses in these comic book stories. So why not just take advantage of that and translate it to the screen? Um, so <laughs> Jake, we watched the suicide squad, kill the justice league, the video game trailer. What did you think about it? Did we watch that? We didn't watch that. That was <laughs> what I was trying to get at. I did watch it. You watched it. I did watch Tell it. Tell me what you saw. Um, I didn't <laughs> tell me what you thought about when you were gone. And um, so basically it's all these villains like um, the shark guy, Harley Quinn and some other buffoons. And they're hanging some out on screens. a rooftop. And all of a sudden you see this helicopter is coming down after they've been talking for a while. And then boom, it blows up. And then, Everybody looks over and Superman's holding some guy and he takes his heat vision and looks at the guy. But you don't see the guy disintegrate. You just see his ashes kind of fly because they cut scene back fucking to him. Sick. Yeah. So Superman's like evil. And he's like, yeah, bitches, I'm going to fuck you up. Um, that's pretty much all I remember from it. I mean, it looked OK. You're going to give me more than that. I mean, like Superman's mean and evil. Oh, like that's not that's not going to be enough to draw me in. Uh, it's it's always hard with these game trailers when it's mostly just a cutscene because it's hard and be like yeah of course that looks looks good but it's like is that game going to be any fun to play? It's like being fooled by tell. those um, <laughs> you know whenever you see those pictures of like people and they're angled and you're like they look like they're hot but then you find out they're not hot. You know what I'm saying? The ultimate betrayal. The ultimate betrayal. Or maybe it's a picture from long, long ago. This is kind of what I was. I don't want to get pulled into that life anymore. 
<laughs> this is how you end up with somebody who's like, yeah, I'm thick. And you're like, oh, they must be rap video thick. Like, you know, those girls. And then you realize that they're not. And then they're not thick with two C's. They give you a handy in the back of your mom's van. And then you wreck your van, your mom's van in Winston-Salem. And then how do you wreck you the, the van call- if you're in the back of it? Are you driving to the front of it eventually? Maybe that's why you had that crash was because you were getting a handy in the back and nobody was steering the vehicle. No, somebody was steering. Somebody was. It It was the the old um, Toys R Us parking lot. Jeffrey. Yeah. So Jeffrey the giraffe was steering while you were getting a handy in the back. Hey, you know. No wonder wonder this car accident wound up happening. Things were wild. That's, That's an insurance nightmare right there. I can't imagine explaining that on the insurance report. Yeah. Well. They're like, I, I hit Jeff, a punch buggy. Jeffrey, who was driving the car? I hit a punch buggy. Is he even licensed? Jeffrey, <laughs> God damn it, Terry. I told you. <laughs> put it in reverse. Um, I am currently watching the Wonder Woman 1984 DC fandom trailer with Gal Gadot and Kristen Wiig. Um, she turns into that uh, cheetah, that lady. cheetah lady. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. And then there's a lot of uh, the lasso. And I really. Oh, and you get to see uh, Cheetah Lady, Chris, uh, Kristen Wig as um, Cheetah. And then they get fighting. I'm really excited about this movie. I thought the first one was really good. Quick question. Yeah. Do you think this is actually coming out in October like it says? Yeah, I think that will. Uh, do you think it's going to come out in a movie theater? Or do you think we're going to have to pay $40 to rent it and watch it at home? <laughs> I think it'll come out in movie theaters. Mm. I think what is going to happen is that it's going to show up in other movie theaters, but it will not be an American movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we'll be able to either rent and pay, pay for this, or we can download one of those bootleg copies to where somebody sets their phone on the back of somebody else's chair and records yeah. the entire movie. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. What if they people like, got to make up, a living? They Jake. get up and go to the bathroom in the middle, but they take their phone with them. So we just instead of like it becomes a five, porno. Yeah, for like five minutes, we get to watch some dude go into the urinal instead of we just. Mm. So we're just very confused about this one major plot point that happened. But the only thing that we saw was a guy shuffling off to the urinal and then getting an icy and a large popcorn on the way back. We're like, I cannot believe that he just spent fifteen dollars on a large popcorn and an icy. That's highway robbery. Well, Anyways, I have no idea what happened in the middle of Wonder Woman, but I can tell you that this guy just got fucking robbed. <laughs> well, you know what? I would like to see his moves in the urinal because I have learned that you have to stretch it when you peek because you want to look impressive for the gents around you. Yeah, that also helps coax a little bit extra out there because you always have that little bit left when you're done. So you either got to shake it or you got to stretch it out a little bit and do a pinch. Oh, because you don't want those those four or five extra drops to just come out as soon as you put it back in. I try That's to, ridiculous. I try to pull it like there's no tomorrow, like it's a cow's udder. Very, and very I'm good. trying to get to or the if it's like of one of those. You remember the little hands that you'd get in the twenty five cent machines to oh, where the they super were made sticky yeah, things, exactly to where you'd fling it and stretch like six feet and slap somebody yeah. across the room. If it's you don't see all the veins in it, then you're not doing it right. Exactly. That's disgusting. <laughs> um, Prince of Persia. There's a remake of the game. Uh, it's coming to PS4 and Switch in November. Are you excited? Maybe. Are we talking about the Prince of Persia from 2002 or the oh, one from like 87? Yeah, dog. Because <laughs> if it's the one from like the MS-DOS, then no, no. I don't want to play that again. I remember that game. I saw that game about a year ago and I was like, oh, oh yeah, I do bad. remember this game. <laughs> Blew my mind, made me full. Um, I mean, oh, sh- 
if Go it's ahead. if it's fun, I might play it, but we'll we'll see. We'll Cyberpunk's we'll, out in November too, so maybe it. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Forget it. <laughs> Forget uh, it. <laughs> Ocean Master uh, set to return in Aquaman 2, which was... Um, what's that guy's name? Oh, uh, he was in The Conjuring. Patrick Wilson. That guy. I really do like his acting. I think he's great. Um, Those Conjuring movies also are, are quite good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that he needs to change his name from o- Ocean Master to Ocean something else because the climate that we're living in. But, you know, whatever. Oh, the climate change we're living in? Yeah. Uh, the Batman. Because the, the oceans are getting a little too hot. That's what you're saying. They are. And the ice is melting. Uh, the Batman to resume filming in September. Good news. Hey, that's next month. Um, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. That crosses one billion. Took you long enough. Bitch. Um, An IMAX re-release in China. Well, that's hmm. one way to do it, isn't it? It must be nice. Uh, China. China. Uh, grandmother <laughs> China. Um, the Haunting of Bly Manor, which is uh, a different movie, but it will consist of all the different original. Series. Oh, yeah. I guess series would be a good way to say it. Uh, the Haunting of Hill House. So I'm excited for that. I recently we I recently just watched that for the first time. What so the you, fuck? You talked about it on like episode five of this podcast. Well, remember what, you saw it whenever they're revolving the camera and yeah. it's like young people and then they go into older self and it was just like a nonstop scene. Yes. Wild. That was the what was that? The one the episode in the where they had the wake in the funeral house and it was like a, a note. Uh, I mean, there's obviously cuts in there and I could see where they tried to fake it out to make it look like it was a continuous shot. Oh, was it not? It wasn't. It looked. It was like kind of. It. Have you watched Birdman? Oh, uh, with Michael Keaton. Similar sort of thing to where it's no, supposed to be like movie, one actually. take, but uh, no, it's that's a good movie too. But they do have a similar sort of gimmick to where it's supposed to look like it was one take, but for the whole movie or just yes, the scene? Yes, the whole for the whole movie? movie. Yes, but there's obviously you can see that there's different points to where they either pan behind something or to where they cross into a dark hallway to where you can easily jump to the next thing but i'm very interested that was a very very good episode but it was a very very good series overall and the fact that i've watched it now makes me much more excited for a season two to where we have a different take on this because i think that was just the first season of what was your favorite scary person uh i the floating man sticks out to me yes i quite liked the i liked him I liked his storyline to where he was falling around the brother who's a drug addict and getting closer and closer. I liked the um, the crazy one that was in the the basement. That I thought that was real fucking scary. Um, I liked how I read an article about all the hidden ghosts, and then we started when we were watching it. We started pausing it at different points, and we realized that almost every single scene has at least like one ghost like hidden in the background. Really? It. Yes. So go, go back and watch. What do you mean pretty, every single scene? Like whenever the people in, are there? Pretty much any episode, if you pause at any point, you're going to see something in the background. Did so, it scare the shit out of you whenever some they were of them driving? Were some, mm. And then that, it was like, <laughs> stop! Yeah, yeah. It was, I don't know. It's just, A lot of it was just really well done. And I think if they bring that same level of quality to a second season, I'm on board for it. The one for sister sure. look with the gloves. She looked like Angelina Jolie. Yes, a little bit, a little bit like a younger Angelina Jolie. I thought so, she was the best character. She was my favorite. Yes, she was. Uh, she was quite good. I need to. I feel like I need to watch it again because it's only been like a month. But it's just kind of one of those things that went into my head, and I was like, I love this. And then there's little details that just kind of escape me. 
I quite liked um, the James McAvoy knockoff that was a writer. You know the guy I'm talking about? James McAvoy? Yeah. No, not him, but <laughs> um, just sort of looks like him. I, I liked his character, even though I thought he was a bit of a douche. Um, I liked all He this- was in uh, The Invisible Man. He was the bad guy in The Invisible Man. Fuck. That was, was a that drug the addict guy? brother. Fuck. I guess, yeah. yeah, I guess you're right. Shit. Yeah, no, it's a uh, it's good good series and uh yeah, we'll find good, out if it's a good, good series. It was a good good first, first series. Season. We'll see if the second uh matches up, but yeah. After having finally watched it and fairly recently, I can definitely say that I'm uh much more on board for for season 2 of this. So, speaking of that, I'm just going to throw this out here. Um there was a person who was at a funeral home, 20-year-old woman, she was declared dead, but then she was found alive. What would you do in that situation? Would you wake up from that and be like, I'm going to go live my life. I died once. Here I am. I'm back. I'll quote uh, Robert Downey Jr. in the first Sherlock Holmes movie when he's talking to um, Watson. And he said that no woman wants to marry a doctor who cannot tell if a man is dead or not. So how about that? I will take it. Now we'll take that to the bank. Um, the thing, I don't know if you've saw the original with Kurt Russell. I think they remade the John it. John Carpenter one. It's very good. Yeah. I thought it's it was really much good. better than the, the remake. Um, they're rebooting it again. No, you know, I went back and watched the, the poltergeist movies. You remember that? I watched the first and third one. I remember watching those as a kid. Quite scary. I can't believe they're only P- the first one was PG. Yeah. That first Car- John Carpenter thing is is quite good. Oh though. yeah, where that guy like busted out and like his head broke off into two. It was wild. Um Static Shock, there's a movie in development. I was like, man, that's OG. Yeah, I don't have any I've never seen the original, so It's OG, I can't, dog. Can't speak to that one. Uh something I have seen though was the uh Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> I bet you which, had. My god, there's going to be a live action one at the CW and I can't wait to see I can't even pretend like I'm excited for this one, but you know what? Maybe it's live action. I don't live, understand. Maybe it'll be good. I don't know who it's, who is it for? Is it for like people that were fans of the original show? Is it? It's going to be like 20 creepy, like 30 year old. It's going to be like some 20, like me, creepy 30 year old. Uh, It's going to be like some 18 somethings that are hot and they're going to be like, we're going to go. Jake, don't turn your nose up. You thought 18-year-olds were hot when you were younger. And then there's going to... I wonder who's they're going to have. Maybe they'll have Pogo be Mojo Jojo. Oh, How do you feel yeah. about that? God rest his soul. <laughs> um, I also want to point out the fact that there is a Wonder Woman 1984-themed Xbox One. That's a furry. Oh, man. That thing actually looks pretty fucking cool. If I saw that, it I would like buy that. looks like a fire hazard. Can it you looks ima- like a fire hazard. Can you imagine so downloading cool. a 50 gigabyte patch on this thing and it catches on fire because of all that? Yeah, but dude, that <laughs> so looks poorly so cool. insulated. Man, I the, saw that. I was like, I would be all over nah, that. The thermals on that thing is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> hey, just saying. Um, there is reports suggesting a new version of the Switch is on this way next year. First quarter. It's the first three months. Unlikely, but you know what? I have no idea what Nintendo's up to, and they don't either, apparently. So um, maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see a new one. Maybe not. Well, we may not even get there, Jake. Why? Because there's an asteroid heading towards Earth. Hell yeah! Right before election in America, uh, there is less than a one percent chance that it hits the world. And it's the size of a refrigerator. That's not zero. 
That was not zero. <laughs> you know, I thought about that. Like, okay, so COVID's going on. That's terrible. But what if like this is like asteroid hits us, knocks us off course, and then we like slowly freeze to death? This is like on the Fourth of July, to where it's in the last like two minutes, and they just they've got a bunch of leftover fireworks, and then the drunk guy just takes and lights a blowtorch and just runs down the line, and and all of them go off at once. Twenty twenty is really revving up towards the end, to where they we might not it might blow its load too early. We might not even make it to December. To where the Mayan calendar is like, hey, we just we had it wrong by eight years. So this is what we meant. And then the sun blows up or whatever. So we could get hit by an asteroid. Maybe everybody dies or we get knocked off course and we freeze to death or we get uh, put on a, a collision course towards the sun. You know, what? anyways, where's Bruce, where's Bruce Willis when we need him? Where's Bruce Willis and Steve Buscemi and, and Ben Affleck, and Ben Affleck and where we've got the. Very two movies where they both are on an UFOs, man. Where's Tom DeLong? Get on that, dude. I still blackmail in the Navy or some shit. And <laughs> I got those I pictures. No, what I don't know what I don't know what he's up to, but uh man, 2020, uh, a year to forget. Man, it, it's it, been nothing but a uh I, I mean this very nicely. It's been nothing but a butt fuck. Yeah, well, at least now we can Against kind your of. Will. And 2020 has not been good, but at least we can take our minds and cast our minds back to simpler times to Shit, a, a, a different man. a different year. Say maybe 1963, where nothing bad or, or ever. How about 1916, man? <laughs> we're like, oh yeah, the Titanic. That seems like a about safe the, idea. Let's buy our I'm ticket. Talking about the Umbrella Academy, right? <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you did there. The 1960. Yep, you ruined that segue. We're 1964. Bitch, recognize nothing bad happened. Um. We're finishing off Umbrella Academy this week, season two, and we've learned a lot. We have learned a lot. So, Ryan, I watched the whole thing last week, and I was very excited yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. I was very excited I for you to well, congratulations. <laughs> I have a life. I was very excited for you to finish this because I had a lot of thoughts about the second half of the season. Well, lay it on me, and big so dog. So now that you have watched it, lay it on me. What do you think about it? What I did, are, enjoyed it. Do you, <laughs> you have anything else you want to add besides that you thought it was pretty good? <laughs> uh, well, I said I enjoyed it. It was better than pretty good. Uh, better than the first season. Um, some things that I found to be highlighting. Um, I enjoy Klaus. even. I enjoy everything Klaus. I think that he's a fun character. I think he's one of the best characters. He is easily, for me, the best character. Um, I also, well, I also enjoy Five as well. I think he's probably the highlight. I think he's the main character. To me, that's who. Probably the most important. Yes. Other than maybe Ellen Page, but Ellen Page is more like a ticking time bomb. She's like just the fuck up and he's like the fix. Yeah. But how do they fix it? They just keep continually going somewhere else in its time loops um what did we learn reggie hargraves also, is an alien also if you've lit if you watched it already full spoilers we talked about this last week we really danced around he's an it. alien i I've really ruined it yeah i really want to get into to spoilers on this because i didn't want to i didn't want to ruin it for you because you hadn't seen it yet but yeah there's i get bored of allison and luther i don't give a shit about, i don't care I about them they're separate arcs but their love story does not interest me even in the slightest and i guess because they're adoptive 
brother and sister maybe that's supposed to i mean those are like pornos out there right like now. The, yeah and like the Pornhub sense are we supposed to care about that that like why they're not compatible or interesting together as a couple so really why aren't. do you keep coming back to this i don't understand why that i thought that show moved on from it but it really tried to bring it back in the second half of this season. And I, I thought just like, Diego improved. I thought his character was better this go around. So much more. I it wasn't think, always dark and brooding. There was. They really. Because they that. finally figured out to use him. If you use the dark and brooding character, but you have something funny to kind of bounce off of him. Mm-hmm. That improves it quite a quite a bit because then you have a little bit of a contrast but also Contrast. he's got some what? he's he's got some really good moments in this so especially in like the season finale to where it's like him and five and they're like oh shit like what are we well him we and the girl kind of are good too yeah i liked i like them together a, a lot lot. i <laughs> and like you said last week to where she's like don't run away for, or don't walk away from <laughs> it's me like walking. oh yeah <laughs> i thought that was hilarious i was like ah he got you <laughs> whoop whoop i wonder if that was one of those things that they ad ad libbed on the day to where he's don't walk away from me all right i'm gonna jog <laughs> um well the first episode that i dropped in um after watching the first five was the dinner where they were all invited mm-hmm. to go meet with reginald in this timeline um to explain to him like hey we're your kids very much alive yeah as opposed to being dead (laughs) and him and five seem to strike a chord with each other that um five almost forgave him for like being such a dick when he was a kid because now he understands him better everybody else was still removed but everybody else was also like 30 something but also very into their own depression and sadness like oh god no i liked how much I liked actually seeing him get to or getting to see Reginald do something in this as opposed to just being talked about. And you understand, like, I think he's an enjoyable character because he is such a dick. But you can see how if that was the person that was supposed to raise you, how he would be an absolute nightmare to live with in the same place. But he's just like he's like, hey, you're a piece of shit. You're useless. What's your superpower? Oh, that's useful. I'm glad you can do that. I can blow up fruit. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that he called them all to meet there and then was like nah he broke diego down you fucking dude. suck he's like hey you you missed me twice with those he's like what's your power he's like i can bend knives he's like you missed me twice then he throws another one he's like yep you piece of shit you well suck. he <laughs> broke him down too he, he laid got some him shit to on stutter him again he, which is something i forgot about from the first season where he had a, like his speech impediment when you, he was a you're kid wrong. um there are some plot holes i'm just throwing this out here that the mom is alive uh, and it was based on a real person yeah maybe which I'm i don't know assuming is what happened i don't know they didn't really explain that did she they? has an age since 1963 so i'm assuming she's either something happens to her and he either preserves her or even creepier builds uh builds <laughs> builds an animatronic version of her to raise There's, the children <laughs> that is weird that is very weird like, yeah I'll remember you forever <laughs> She doesn't have the accent though. She doesn't have that uh Hi y'all. She doesn't have that uh Dallas, Texas accent in season one. Um so um, maybe she didn't got that programmed or maybe they patched that out in a software update later on. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, sometimes this is update number two. <laughs> oh man, 50 gigabyte patch. What <laughs> I gotta download this too before my mom makes me oatmeal. I'm trying to think. Oh, um the handler. This is the last time that we see her because she was shot and murdered by uh creepy 
uh, Norway, Norwegian the, brother. The Swedes. Guy. Swedes. That's the it. only remaining Swede. So <laughs> one blew up. One was choked to death because he was rumored by the brother. By uh, Allison. Yeah. And yeah. now he was going to chop all of his hand. And then he realized it was the handler who did it. And, and she shows up in that sauna. It was like, you smell like lavender. Yeah. You boys should go kill, kill the Umbrella Academy because they're bad news. I hate them. A lot of. Um, they killed all the uh, recruits for the, uh, the, not the Academy, but for the, uh, what's the name of that group? I I can't, I can't remember. Whatever the handler works for, whatever that's. Uh, the, um, yeah. And that was, that was another thing I kind of wanted to talk about was. In the first season, there she is not over the entire thing. Basically, as as we find out, there's a different kind of corporate hierarchy at play. And so, in the first season, there's what we're introduced as is a very very strict adherence to no, this is the timeline we absolutely have to preserve in this way. And in season two, where she's kind of running her own agenda, we learn that oh no, maybe the timeline is a little bit more flexible. And how did we get there, Jake? <laughs> She had five kill the board members. Yes. I quite like that scene. To that where scene he, was pretty good. And yeah. I didn't like the fact that the lady's like, ah, oh, the vending machine. Because there's clearly dead people all over the place bleeding. It, and she's yeah, upset about a vending machine. She is. And also the fact that he leaves, he briefly leaves 1963 to go forward 20 years to Wisconsin to murder a bunch of people and then goes back. Different that, timeline. It was yeah, it was it was strange, and it, like, why don't you take your family there? Yeah, fair Could enough. Be a little further ahead. It, I I liked. I don't know. There's a lot of things I liked about this, and I we kind of talked about some of the things that, in in the basic setup of this. But I I like that they kind of scattered them through the timeline. They arrived at different times, and the fact that some of them have been there for like three years prior to anybody their, dropping in. Yeah, <laughs> and so they're just like, well, I guess I'm just gonna live out the rest of my life starting from this point but some of them were used to that like klaus and ben they were probably used to they it. they seem to adapt to that really quickly klaus they were the first ones dropped a in. con artist and so he cold really leader. quick <laughs> well same thing basically but i i quite like that i liked when ben figured out that he could possess klaus and was like that was cool i'm a virgin <laughs> and then you talk to that one girl so there's this girl that ben is just really into yeah and he wants to get in klaus uh to possess him and klaus accepts under three re- uh rules and then he goes and meets this girl that he's all fanatical about yeah. and finds out that klaus has already had sex with her and somebody else they she's like what do you she's like i'm a virgin she's like what are you talking about would you say like the swung like five people like last week or something and he's so pissed off about it <laughs> but he dies when he um and they have to go back and there's that one ep- the one episode to where so five has murdered the the board members and he's like i everyone we got to meet back here and like an hour and a half and we get to go home and not and like classic umbrella academy none of them show up on time only like three of them were there <laughs> yeah. it was klaus luther and, and klaus klaus is one of the ones that shows up on time though and he throws because he, he's ben is like not possessing, possessing him. him anymore and so he throws up like an incredible amount of vomit it passes out i had a friend who did that <laughs> that amount of ghost. throw up all over the place he threw up like 20 times 
No joke. That is incredible. That no, it was terrible. It was gross. I I, I quite like that scene, and I like that. So it was just five and Luther that were there, and they were just like, "How the fuck is it that the fucking drug addict is the one that's sh- the only one that shows up on time?" <laughs> well, he was clean there for a while. <laughs> he was, and then he turned towards alcohol. There's, and then he a- tried to admit that he was a fraud, and his people. Um, and his cult did not believe him. Nope. They were all, they're all in on that cult shit, man. They, they didn't want to, didn't even want to think. They're like, fuck me on that swing dog. Um, what's some other things? Uh, Vanya, she is in a lesbian relationship. What'd you think about that in 1960s, Texas? Well, I can understand how the gentleman was upset about him. But I can also understand why his wife was deeply unhappy in her relationship. He like turned a corner, like, yeah, he talked about his job and stuff. It was like matter of fact and stuff like he, that. I didn't hate him until even like when he was like showed up drunk at Jack Ruby's club and was like got thrown out of there and fun. You had to go pick him up in the station wagon. I wasn't necessarily mad at it. I felt sorry for him a well, little bit, but I was also like, this guy's a piece of shit. Well, like, my dad did that all the time. So well, I'm just fucking used to it. <laughs> I think it was clearly trying to make you aware of now this is not a good dude and it's going to come into play later. But well, <laughs> that didn't really upset me until he and he was very calm about how he was letting Vanya like he was like, I know you what's going on. Go get um, I he's can understand. Talking, that. He's like, hey, why don't you ride out here and look at these cows? And I'm going to talk about mad cow disease in well, some innuendo cool about it he was like yeah so i'm just gonna get a drink and uh you better be gone or something like that uh i don't know if that's cool about it you're being incredibly threatening <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's, he's being also, threatening but i mean like he's my also brother-in-law's a state trooper banging his wife maybe he should have really tried to invest on hopping into the situation if you catch my drift you know two chicks one dude that's like six holes. You've exponentially grown how many <laughs> how many sexes you If this was, a, if this was a math problem, it was like heck. I can't remember. It doubled his name. at times two. Stop. Yeah. No, he's a, he's an idiot. But also for more reasons Dumb than that. Dumb. For more reasons than that, and he's also he's clearly you're supposed to be like oh this guy's this guy's a piece of shit, and he winds up getting killed by his son who may or may not have superpower Harlan. But he had powers because whenever he was brought back. From drowning to life right. by Vanya, she passed her powers to him, but she rejected those. She took those back. Yeah. But I wonder in the future if he's like something in the future. And I has think a something. Season three, we'll be seeing Harlan again in some. He something has happened there. To they where keep fucking up the timeline. They, they really keep really fucking fuck shut this up. timeline up so much, like. They try like there's no amount of handling or anything that the bureau or whatever they're I can't remember what they're called, but no amount of tampering they do seems to be able to fix this. What did you think of that short guy that Diego is like, hey, here's a I not- thought that was a little <laughs> lame. I get it. And he's like one of those characters who are like, oh, yeah, there's that guy. I didn't mind. It. I thought it was a little lame where Diego was like, oh, yeah, what's up, man? What's up, bro? I was just like, this is stupid. I didn't I didn't mind it. But maybe it's just because I liked him better in this season. And I didn't I didn't mind that character where he's like, hey, and he gives him like the double thumbs up, mm-hmm. even though they've just like murdered like a thousand people. There's like literally a thousand agents that show up in that season How are you finale. How going to like bury all those and pretend like it didn't happen? We need to talk about Diego's girlfriend. Well, let me let me just say <laughs> this that with the Ninja Turtles there is Shredder has a daughter who was adopted 
who uh, whatever Shredder did to her mom or whatever to it, Karai is her name. Basically, I think that Layla or Lila is like a Karai character Lila. for the Ninja Turtles because her her parent is actually the enemy. And she's been raised by the enemy and doesn't realize it. Yeah, I I liked her character a lot. I like that we learn more about her, obviously, and her origins. But that part about halfway through the final episode to where she's Diego's com- girlfriend, Fania comes out and they've so they've obviously they've rescued her from that building. They're like, oh, she doesn't blow up the FBI building. And then JFK thinks it's the Russians. And then that is what causes the apocalypse. But it don't happen, Plum. So she gains. Finally, she gets her memory back. But she also gets to finally seem to get a grip on her powers well, and abilities. Of ben. Mm-hmm. It's because of Ben. Because of Ben. There's a Who great, dies? great, great scene with the two of them. We I never thought see it was them. whack, dude. I thought Ben's stuff was whack his dialogue i was just like man this is some hallmark bullshit uh, i i didn't mind it it could have been better oh it i liked been a lot better i liked that he served that function in terms of plot i was like well it, i guess it does make sense that like the rest of them finally fucked up and they give ben something to do but the delivery wasn't there but i liked the intent behind it it was bullshit and but, stupid and he's like tell klaus and, and what like did he tell Klaus? Go ahead. What did he tell him? I can't remember. It he was told some- him about the going into the light. It wasn't Klaus oh. who brought him back because whenever Ben died, he said he was Klaus, scared. Yeah, scared he was scared to go. to go into the light. And Klaus lied to him and said, you know, you can always go back into the light without knowing. And then they've just kind of fucked around for all those years. For 14 15 years i think he said the 17 years because he died when he was a kid but he's clearly like 25 when he well i think they're all in their 30s yeah like 25 or 30 when he dissipates this time so Um, yeah i i didn't i didn't mind that but yes she basically if we had gotten more stuff with them in flashbacks together maybe that would have been a more effective thing you know well, but it's like if ben, at the end. if ben is the one that's like restores her faith in the family and allows her to get a finally get a grip on her emotions and her powers it would have made more sense if we had seen them interact in flashbacks but i cannot honestly remember if there's a single scene to where he was like the one nice person to her honestly i i, I think that would be more yeah it would, it would more make gravity to the more scene. sense if he was the one that is the key that unlocks her. But know. I think since he went into her brain whenever she was in a bad situation, I guess. And it, it made sense that he was the only one to do it because he had he was the only one that wasn't like dead yet. I, I like guess how they or he the, was dead. <laughs> I like how they killed the agent that was very recognizable because you saw him. The guy was like, oh, you're Russian. And they killed him. And then. You saw him. It was like a character that you could identify who was like stuck on the ceiling whenever she was killing all the agents and stuff, whenever her powers were taking yeah, off. Yeah, I did like that. I liked the the implication that she, well, I guess in the very first uh, scene of season one to where it's like in the Soviet Union and that girl gives birth in that pool all of a sudden after she kisses that one dude. That leaves us to believe yeah, that Vanya was that one. Vanya was that one. Well, Clearly. Because he says, like, he's like, who are you in Russian? And she answers him. She's like, oh, shit, 
I could speak Russian, apparently. <laughs> yeah, Vanya. But also, I mean, if he bought all those kids when they were younger, because he uh, five and talked to him in Greek, I think he just he's an alien, uh, which we have not touched on. We haven't. Then um, he knows all these languages like Greek and Russian and stuff. He's he's teach the kids all the stuff. He's also in the Majestic Twelve. Yes. <laughs> Which they're also plotting to kill JFK. And he kills all of them, what we can assume. <laughs> he takes off his face because he gets pissed off. And and you kind of see like the side of his head or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was cool. Kind of makes sense because in the first season, uh, we're in the past and all these rockets are taking off. And, and you're like, this doesn't girl. look like 1904 or whatever. And it it's looks like, like 17 something. Yeah. And if it's like, well, if this is like the 1700s, then how is he like 60 years old in 1989? Why are when there he buys rockets? Yeah. Why are there rockets? How has he not aged at all? So there's a lot of, lot of questions. Who is this brought- lady that he's he- having marital relationships with because it was by the way it wasn't the mom was it, it? no and no. who by the way she's a black woman and let's face it in the 1700s that probably wasn't very loud and about you know what i will reckon to say you are right uh, that racial relations in the 1700s reckon, boy, were not exactly reckon, do not exactly uh good reckon house bitch even, even in 2020 still not great <laughs> so yeah god fuck yeah it's there's so much stuff going on here we'd even talk about like how that fucking lila can reflect all of their powers what and happened them. she didn't do that whenever she fought uh five for the first time it was just a hand-to-hand combat. i think she was holding back though but he could have stepped on a windpipe um but it was hand-to-hand combat it, it wasn't any special it's because, shit it's because that she was trying to recruit him on the part of the handler again to get his attention, basically, because it seems like she could have probably fucking murdered him if she wanted to. But she was holding back like a lot. <laughs> and the reason uh, what ultimately happened there is that the handler gave five an an option to kill the board or, right. um, you know, they'd be stuck in that timeline. So he also in that timeline, whenever he first crossed over to this part, his older self or younger self, I guess. We didn't. We haven't talked about that yet either. Yeah, who it's, was uh, old it's man, like sixty, and he farts a bunch. <laughs> yeah, he farts a bunch, Just and the, like they're crazy, and they fight and shit like you, that. What did you think about that episode? To where I thought that was kind of funny. I like that part a lot, actually. And I like the guy who plays five, like the kid. We just got a, a little snippet of like old man. Uh, five, five in the first season i'm glad we got like a whole episode with him and it just seemed to fit that character so much it's like of course they're both trying to like plot against each other and kill each other and not and, that much time has and, passed and only 14 is days a fucking idiot and he's episode. like on both of their sides at once and you don't really know which way he's gonna go <laughs> you knew which way he was gonna I, go I, it really seemed like he was on that old guy's side but yeah I, but the kids where it's at that, dude like that scene though where he turns to the camera and he talks about the the time i can forget what it's called the time paradox madness or whatever it's called where it's like professive uh pro- you're gonna sweat a lot you're gonna fart a lot and you're gonna start acting crazy and that's what you'd have when you got time parallax madness or whatever the symptoms were there was I, like six symptoms yeah i like that part and i like that he, luther i like, like how they numbered like, him on the he's side he's like counting off on his hands like oh there was a fart there was a oh he's starting to sweat he's start he's real thirsty he's 
I like how they didn't trust each other. It's like yourself, but it you made, don't trust yourself. It made so much sense. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's like, listen, Luther. I know that you're always looking for a, a figure of uh, seniority or a father figure. Just so you know, I may look like I'm 15, but I'm 14 days older than this old dude, and so I have seniority here. Yeah. God damn it! And he's like, <laughs> he really put him in his place. Luther's like the dumb number one, but team zero. Team Zero. That was that was the one. Diego really wanted everybody to just drop their numbers and just, which I can understand that it's a uniting thing, but yeah. nobody there was united. Even whenever they were trying to get back, um, you know, I gotta go save this person. I gotta go save this person. It was all like Diego. Whenever he drank the stuff out of the uh, Lila's um, like flask, I was like, "You idiot! Don't drink that. You don't trust her." He's like, "Yeah, I'll fucking do it. I'm gonna drink it." Like. of course he fucking passes out yeah and then she's like yeah you're my boyfriend now which is kind of crazy yeah no that's very um a possessive relationship and lets me know that the foundations that are not very strong yeah but that he said he loved her at one point but then she put him in orientation and he's like oh i can't watch this yeah but he broke out they still are gonna go put a knife on the short person they're gonna end up together it's karai and leonardo um, another thing I will mention that um, at the in the last episode, um, we find out that earlier in the season, Reginald tells uh, Five, he's like, instead of doing years, why don't you do seconds? And he said, um, your appetite's too big for your abilities or, or something like that. Yeah. Won't you just kind of learn how to get it? Well, in the first section, um, everybody gets murdered the handler and all the umbrella academy and then five as he's dying he jumps he, he back goes back and then it seems like he regains health like he had never been shot or whatever by the other brother the sweden brother yeah. who is going back to goes, exact revenge against the handler he goes back like 10 seconds or something like that <laughs> handler still dies yeah nobody else dies yeah so he's just like hey we're we're square and the Swedish guy's like, okay, okay, okay fine. <laughs> yeah, okay. which is very weird. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, um, I didn't get their character arc really. I think they were just to be a nuisance. Yeah, I, I liked Hazel as far as like antagonist. I thought Hazel and Cha Cha were much more interesting. And I'm sure they'll bring them back later on. But yeah, the Swedes. It was just like I don't really know what they're up to, and they don't. They also don't speak at all. Well, the Swede, the last brother, he joined the cult that. uh klaus said created yeah after he abandoned it though so yeah but they're still going to be preaching him and all his stuff it's so weird but there's a lot of different stuff going on i think that the season was superior to the first in just about every way i can't like but i also really good i don't think i would have appreciated this without season one as well because yeah, I would well, just you said, really have to know the backstory yeah, to know where you would stands. be so fucking lost if you hadn't watched the first season of this. And I'm excited for the third season, though. Absolutely. I think it's going to take some time for us to get there. I'm I'm excited to see what direction they go. I kind of hope there's not for, another for the another apocalypse. I there's always going to be apocalypse. I kind of hope they go in a different direction, though. Because I he, really do too, and they, I hope that Vanya is not the cause of they, it. They did this in this season to where Vanya was the cause of it, but they also like they fixed it this time, and they fixed it in like with an episode left. So it's like, well, 
surely something else is going to happen in the last one. And it did. So I'm glad that even though the premise that was kind of leading to this in place at the very end, they kind of switched it up a little bit. Yeah. Made it different. You don't want to watch the same thing. Probably the next season is going to stray even further from that since the first, this one's kind of a fake out at the end. They made mention of the moon in this one. And then it made me think like, Oh, that's why Luther was on the moon. I forget what was said, but it said something about the dark side of the moon. And, um, and because whenever it, Luth, it, or, uh, Reginald was talking to the uh, like the nine or the twelve guys, or yeah, whatever. because it's Kennedy Kennedy gives that speech about sending a person to the moon, and Luther's like, "Well, I've been there," or so, you know, something. yeah. <laughs> well, I just there's there's something to it. There's something that wasn't touched on. Yeah, there's there's something else there. So. Same with the mom, and then and finally at the end of it, so original Ben, um, who had already died, he finally dies because. Uh, he's in, he's possessed Vanya and she's being electrocuted and her powers are just too strong that she ends up killing him. Well, then in the time jump at the very end, whenever everybody goes to present day, mm-hmm. it's actually a different timeline. And we find Ben is alive. And then behind him are silhouettes. Reginald's still alive. too. He is, too. And we find silhouettes of what we can only assume is the Umbrella Academy. Mm. Yeah, but they're going to be called the, the Sparrow, Sparrow Academy, Academy, something like some shit like that. Yeah. So and Reginald's waiting for him. He's like, I yeah, knew you would. Return. I knew you'd be back. I talked to you guys like in 1963 or some shit. So I've been wait, waiting around for this for a while. I'm looking forward to it, man. Honestly, I, I this second season was really surpassed my expectations. And well, I think I, the third season is where you really hit your stride. Yeah. Um, I hope so. I, I like how well developed these characters are, and I like all of them now. Well, I'm just could not say like that after the first one. And Dexter, <laughs> mm-hmm. like yeah. all those, uh, I thought they got better with the second season. Those, those are two very good Third examples season. for sure. I feel like they really both of those shows definitely by like season three they hit their stride. Yeah, in terms I think, of yeah, because Office season one was very like limited setting was, setting stuff up but not was. a lot of and not season payoff. two i think by booze cruise for me that's whenever yeah. everything kind of started striving towards like a interesting common goal just that episodic nature of shows is what is gets you invested in those characters and that's what really kind of drives the success of these series i think is that ultimately if you care about these characters and you are engaging with them that's what makes you want to watch it right and if you don't give a shit then that's what makes the that's what you know really turns me off about stuff like this and about halfway through season one i didn't give a shit about these characters but there was a big turning point for me and that's what really carried me on through the rest of that and you know season two just seemed like a natural evolution and it just really hit it out of the park in my opinion it was superior in every way to that first season but let me ask you a question yeah (laughs) so in season one luther and allison they uh lovely scene they dance and they're like in a chandelier yeah area they're Um, in the put they're in what the pagoda at Harmon park in kernersville yes yes (laughs) basically that's what they're in but (laughs) luther does not have his big bulky muscles then in season two Whenever in Vanya's mind, when everybody's sitting at the table eating, Luther doesn't have his big bulkiness. Why do you suppose that is? 
I think it's this idealized version. So I can't figure out, is it an alternate timeline or is it just the way that people picture each other? Well, I honestly, I think that in my opinion is that in the season one, whenever they were doing the dancing, it was like there was nothing. They were both just, there was no powers. It was just them mm-hmm. and no one else. And then in season two, it was like when they were kids and Vanya was there. She just pictures everybody in their adult forms. Right. But doesn't picture them with powers. Maybe. But at the same time, it's kind of strange because it's it's him without that muscles. Is, like, why is that? That happening? is a good observation. It's something I didn't actually notice. So, yeah, yeah I, that's this good. <laughs> yeah. I just don't understand why. Why then? Why not later? And just maybe there's maybe there's something to it. Maybe it's maybe. I don't know if it's a theme or maybe it's just from the different perspectives of these characters Could for be. for different reasons. I don't I don't know. Well, Vanya um, also has um, amnesia, but she gets back in touch with it in her her mind as she's eating at this table with everybody eating this brain. Which yeah. whenever she eats the brain, she Nothing regains memory. Symbolic about that is there? <laughs> yeah, but she recognizes all the players and she sees them in their in their. Uh, garb or their attire whenever yeah. they were there prior to even eating the brain it's like it touches slightly on what but she remembers also kind of she comes to terms with it at the same time yeah but does she, she ever really come to terms because she's always the hot head seems it seems like she's a little bit more in control of it because she's like i regained my memories and i don't fucking hate you guys i guess so <laughs> you know what i really liked ellen page in whenever they met the dad and she taps on the glass and she blows up the fruit and she gives a little giggle where she's like a little more like you know she's like yeah. devious but instead of time, just being she, like brooding and like you yeah son I, of a bitch i <laughs> enjoyed that part about her where she wasn't so removed and like mm. yeah i like that was a nice little touch too and i enjoyed this, that. that see the thing is is that this season is full of little moments like that that just make you smile and kind of laugh to yourself it had more humor in it, it, is, it that actually it, hit it, yes exactly and as opposed to where klaus and dave that was kind of like interesting good stuff to where it wasn't just like that was a fucking really like tragic kind of arc in the first season. And even though that kind of comes back in this one, it's, it's still kind of sad, but it's played more for laughs and that we get redemption so, on it and relive it. You do, but he's so like love struck that he just cannot help himself. And that leads him into some wacky situations. Could you, well, could you believe it? I'm a little bummed about Ben dying in the first one, because I feel like he was the angel on Klaus's shoulder where Klaus was like the devil on his own shoulder. Where he's just teetering on the edge, isn't he? And it's now all- we have like a Klaus, or um, we're in this new timeline in mm-hmm. present day. And then we have Ben who has like some weird hair thing going on. Yeah, he's like emo. He's like- he is. And I'm he's just kidding. like trying he to put it like together. Asian Justin Bieber. He's or like, Asian Robert who Pattinson are from Who are, who are you kids? There's a mural of me on the fireplace. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck's going on? And I just don't know how that's going to work because I feel like Klaus needs somebody to keep him in check. And I feel like Diego can be that because in the first season, the day that never was. Yes. He was there for him. And then there's other play- times where Diego and him kind of had. Yeah. Diego almost feels like Diego- somewhat of the glue for the family because I feel in like some- he can 
uh, go back and forth. He's got between some people. good scenes with Luther, some good scenes with Klaus, he, and in this season, some some good ones with Five. Like yeah. he's the one that's standing there with Team Zero with Vanya. Yeah. He he was like the glue. I feel like Five is like the leader because he's just older and he kind of pulls everybody and everybody follows. But I feel like Diego was oddly enough the uh, glue, and yeah. Vanya is like the little outsider still. She's like the catalyst. Yeah, she's like the spark for a lot of these things, but um, she's just a bit uncontrollable. Yeah, Klaus maybe. is also like right there with her. Yeah, like Allison's could, just kind of like, uh, yeah, I'll use my powers sometimes, maybe, but maybe I won't. But in that first episode, whenever she's like, I heard it, a rumor that I blew your mind, and like their powers were way more cooler. Yeah, whenever, and I think they're showcased in a much better way. Yeah, but in by this. the end of the actual episode, it's like they didn't get in touch with those powers. Though Klaus did fall from the sky. It was like, somebody catch me, somebody catch me. And it was like some ghosts that caught him. And it was like, oh, so you can kind of get in touch and you can get possessed. Yeah. But they weren't really in touch like they were at the beginning. Because you saw like Luther, he was like, he's trying off. Just, like, yeah, he's hitting just fighting. He's just like jumping high. He's having to throw fights too sometimes just so that he's like. I don't know, keeping things fair or something. I don't know. Well, he probably had to go down a certain round. I like how every time we see like that kind of fighting or boxing in one of these shows, it's like the same thing that they show in like Sherlock Holmes to where he's doing the the underground. Yeah. Like (laughs) that kind of, they all look like they have the same set that they film these like, underground well, fighting like hey let's take yes this. let's it's take the that. same set and they just change people's clothes slightly and that's that, how well, they sometimes you do that and <laughs> it makes everything better but like yeah. oh see a day's changed see this isn't 1890 it's 1963 he has a fedora on now and some very loose pants yes <laughs> he's wearing a shirt that says rolling stones <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, yeah, uh, I don't know if I have anything else to add. Like uh, this season, season two is great. I I have really you- enjoyed it, and I think that each episode keeps you wondering and asking questions, and I think that's very important. I remember that in the first season, but it was more and like, back. what the fuck's going on? But now I'm like, what the fuck's going to happen next? Yeah, and it's <laughs> and you actually get caught up in what the people are doing. Um, I think the acting was superior this season than last season and maybe it's because they just wrote the people in a better spot and maybe when they auditioned them they knew like this stuff this arc was going to happen and maybe this second season and on that was going to follow more suit to that and the first season was going to be a stretch yeah this this is just superior in every way and i think it's it's hitting its stride now so yeah i'm excited yep well, anything else you anything else you want to add, Ryan? Um, I'm getting a tattoo tomorrow. Hell yeah! What you what you getting? Um, on my arm, I'm gonna get a bat in a straitjacket, um, which may be a coronavirus tattoo because I thought about that when I was like, oh, that's kind of funny because you think like, hey, don't eat the bat, keep the bat in the straitjacket. Not what I was gonna get it for, but I was like, I'm just gonna tell people that now. This is my coronavirus tattoo. Some excellent and questionable symbolism there. I know. I look forward to seeing that for sure. Well, really, it's about bats. The tattoo of the bat is uh, to signify rebirth, but the straitjacket is to show the resistance or the inability to um, go into the rebirth. Yeah, it sounds crazy. I'm totally doing it. That's just deep as hell. It is deep, man. I'm just trying to live my life, but I'm just going to tell people it's coronavirus tattoo. Well, why not? 
Yeah. Everything in this year has been 2020 a little bit sucks. related to that. So I'm gonna punch you square in the butt. Go eight, uh, elbow deep in there. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Um, Fucking continue. Yeah. Keep on doing it. We'll keep on putting them out next week. We only got 13 don't more know, episodes. Yeah, don't, know we're, don't know what we're doing. Yeah, yet. we do. We do know maybe, what we're doing. Maybe we'll keep it a surprise. Maybe, maybe it'll, it'll be a B-grade movie. Maybe it'll be a B-grade movie we, we made fun of uh, the trailer of a couple weeks ago. Who knows? What was the second part that we let with interest? With that, interest. That's the, that's the vengeance comes with, with interest. interest. <laughs> that's going to be your clue. That's your teaser. Guys, thanks for listening. As we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate. Not enough. Be Bitch recognize. Nighty night, folks. That's the facts, Jack. Fuck. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.